The following guided meditation was given at Common Ground Meditation Center in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Good morning, everyone. We'll be getting started in a few minutes. And if you'd like to be chanting with the group, we're going to be on page 27. And Gabe Keller Flores, our office manager, has put the link to the Common Ground chant book just below the screen on the YouTube. And you'll see that you can click that and um, you might remember we usually rotate through pages 26, 27, 28, and 30, those four chants. So you could just have copies of those um, if you plan to be joining us for this Sunday morning live stream. So uh, we're going to be on page 27 today. That's the chant, Reflections on Sharing Blessing. We usually do the chants on page 26, 27, 28, and 30. And we just rotate through those four chants over the course of a month. Taking the time, this is where the power of our imagination is so useful. We can use our imagination. We notice living beings, human beings with sensitive hearts, living their lives whatever's coming at them in terms of circumstance, joys and sorrows. And somehow, magically almost, we're able to come together like this and sense, in a way, this group of 90 or so folks, maybe more coming, we're just a representative, a representation of all of the sensitivity in the world. And so when we do this chant, it's really tapping into this generous way of living where we, we could try to live from a self-centered point of view, but it's a tight way to live, a stingy way to live. So this chant, it's a tr- traditional chant. It may not kind of align with the way you see the world, but you know it's coming out of a different culture from a long time ago. But the spirit of it is very beautiful. Somehow, may this life and this practice, the way I'm cultivating a wise and compassionate heart, may it be for the benefit of all beings. So let's do this chant on page 27, and then I'll offer some uh, guided meditation instructions. Now let us chant the verses of sharing and aspiration. Through the goodness that arises from my practice, may my spiritual teachers and guides of great virtue, my mother, my father, and my relatives, the sun and the moon, and all virtuous leaders of the world, May the highest gods and evil forces, celestial beings, guardian spirits of the earth, and the Lord of death, may those who are friendly, indifferent or hostile, May all beings receive the blessings of my life. May they soon attain the threefold bliss and realize the deathless. 
Through the goodness that arises from my practice, and through this act of sharing, may all desires and attachments quickly cease, and all harmful states of mind, until I realize Nibbana in every kind of birth, May I have an upright mind, with mindfulness and wisdom, austerity and vigor. May the forces of delusion not take hold, nor weaken my resolve. The Buddha is my excellent refuge. Unsurpassed is the protection of the Dhamma. The solitary Buddha is my noble guide. The Sangha is my supreme support. Through the supreme power of all these, may darkness and delusion be dispelled. So, settle into your posture. Being grateful that we have this time for the meditation, finding the way to sit right in the middle of our life, growing roots into the experience of the body, softening, trusting. Maybe it's a leap of faith for some of us at this moment, but as if we have rights, as if we belong here in this body, in this room, in this world, with all its beauty, all its messiness, all the violence, all the kindness within our own heart and around us in the wider world. Perhaps we actually belong here. That it's safe right now. We're not thinking of this forever, but we're reflecting right now it's safe to relax and soften, inhabiting the experience of the body, this great ocean of sensation, the flow, the flow of sensation 
in relearning how to be undefended. And in the same way, maybe more subtle, this flow of emotion, this flow of feeling in the heart, whether for you that flow has the flavor of being hard or tight, constricted, and for others that flow might feel more warm and alive and pleasant. But one way or another, all of us right now, we're in the flow of our lives, this flow of bodily and mental activities, never ceasing. And we may think our job is to somehow control or fix the flow of our mind or the flow of our body. Unfortunately, that's our deep habit to imagine we're in control and need to operate and drive this life this way or that way. But nor is it skillful to think there's nothing we can do and somehow believe we should just give up or let things happen. So this 30 minutes or so, it's really a beautiful, important time we have to learn how to wisely participate or wisely relate to the flow of our life, which is right here. The flow of mental and emotional and physical activities. And we learn very quickly that it feels right, that it's wholesome to relate with kindness. And it's wholesome to be relating with real interest, this willingness to be close, but from this place of humility, not close with an idea of controlling or fixing, bit close because we appreciate that we don't understand. So we want to be close. We want to feel and see deeply so we can better understand that this is a natural flow, a natural movement, this life. And that we get to participate in it but that participation, that way of relating to our life, it's all about skill or wisdom, wise effort, wise participation. Notice the living, breathing, sensing body. 
the reality, the reality of embodiment. And allow it to be a kind of anchor. And of course, the body is breathing in and it's breathing out. And you can allow these natural rhythms of the body to remind you of this value of being intimate and this value of not needing to control. It's almost like we're learning how to be with the body and the mind as a student instead of the master. So we have a life, we have a body and a mind. But we realize we don't have the skill to know how to show up yet. So we're willing to learn. Breathing in, willing to be present with the body. And breathing out, willing to be present with the body. And as we cultivate this interest and acceptance and tenderness with the body, then we're much better able to acknowledge the activity of the mind as just another natural process that does this and does that according to so many causes and conditions. Letting the mind, the thinking mind, be the thinking mind in the same way we let the body, the moving body, the breathing body be the body. So we're learning to rest with humility right in the middle 
of the swirls and the ebbs and the movement of the mind and the body. In a sense, we're learning to trust the space of the knowing mind and in that space of knowing the reality of the body plays itself out and the reality of the thinking and emoting heart and mind, it plays itself out. So let's continue in silence now for a while.
So beginning again means recognizing the value of dropping in to what's already here and now. It's a kind of coming home to the reality of the body or the reality of embodiment. and recognizing it as a home where we belong. No matter the particular qualities of the body or the emotional qualities of the heart, still this is in a sense where I belong. Being intimate or even exposed to these conditions, these changing and in a sense wild conditions of the heart and the mind and the body, just as they are now. And so we clarify and deepen our value. Yes, I want to be close. I want to be actually interested and open and undefended. I want to learn how to be free, how to be kind and free in my life, in this moment. Just this is the working ground of my practice, being here. It's not really more complicated than that. Being here and learning how to be free. <clears throat> and learning when we, <clears throat> when I struggle, that that's not the way.
So in this very alive place, where there's both some stillness, beautiful space of awareness, and all this activity of body and mind. This is the place where we grow a lot of the beautiful qualities such as patience, interest, calmness, and insight, deep, deep understanding. This understanding that it's possible not to be tight in any way. It's possible to allow everything to be as it already is. And for the last few minutes, finding this beautiful balance of both energizing qualities and tranquilizing qualities where the mind is both interested and energized, bright, joyful, And the heart, the mind and body is also tranquil and still and balanced, not so pushed around by what comes and goes.
when the mind has this beautiful balance, then it sees things as they are. And that clarity is both enlivening and liberating, seeing things as they are. The mind learns how to let go. how to let be, how to allow. This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.